Have you ever asked yourself what you weigh more? Who does something or what is being done? That's what we're going to talk about today. It's something that I keep thinking about more and more. going to try and kind of digest this with you. I hope you enjoy it and I hope you're having a great week. Let's get into it. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. A few years ago, I remember the situation very clearly. We'd set some boundaries up for this organization worked through a whole bunch of stuff. Then someone went and breached the boundary significantly. I can't even really talk about it because I was a consult. I was kind of helping another company at this point. Uh, But somebody stepped in and absolutely breached the boundaries that were set up. They were established. A lot of work was done to get there. Then this person just does it. When this leader reached out to investigate, what they were surprised was they found everybody around this individual is like, oh, that's not typically like them. It's not their normal behavior. Therefore, in other words, just let it go. Don't worry about it. It's not who they normally are. So just take this as a one-off. I found this has happened too much in my career. Um, And what it always leads me to is trying to consider which is more weighted. If you were to think of two things on a scale, um, which one weighs more? What is being done is on one side and who does it is on the other side. I'm a bit of a black and white person when I kind of think through doing right and wrong, almost to a fault sometimes. If somebody does something wrong, uh, for me, that's very important. However, I continue to meet people who are like, well, that's just not like them. So then they just want to brush it off, want to move on, want to ignore what just happened or who was hurt or what was said and kind of grant, I guess, forgiveness to someone who isn't even asking for it, who hasn't even acknowledged that they've made a mistake. But Either way, people are just okay with it. They just think, oh, oh, it's that that who matters more than what was done. Now, on the other hand, I've also experienced people who it doesn't matter who at all, and this would be definitely where I lean, doesn't matter who at all did whatever was done. If it was wrong, knowingly wrong, not not you know, kind of interpreted wrongly, but you know what was done was incorrect and they did it, it does not matter. So both of these are two sides of a, of a pendulum. Both of them can be toxic and dangerous. So let's kind of work through both sides here. When who matters more than what, I believe this usually happens in longer term relationships, relationships that have existed for a long time. The other indicator that I've seen is it often happens in people who have had one type of relationship with an individual, but not 
a working relationship and then you as a leader are in a working relationship. Those two things are pretty common. The other thing I think happens is I think people buy into charming personalities or friendly people over over results, productivity, things that really move the needle forward. I've met people who I would love to talk to. In fact, I love talking to them so much because the only thing that they often find a way to spin a conversation into is to be about me. And who doesn't want to talk about yourself sometimes, right? But what happens is these people, you feel real connected, but they're not really putting their opinions out there. They're not really pushing anything forward. They're just being a good player of conversational tennis. They're always hitting the ball back for you to have a conversation. They ask, they often say mirrored comments, very reflective comments, just to get you to continue to talk. And then you go home and you're like, oh man, I really like that person. But then you kind of walk back and you say, well, what did they say? I'll give you another example of this. Uh, We went to, when my wife and I got married, we were invited. We won a cruise. Congratulations. We were invited to this sales thing for pots and pans. But no, you don't call them pots and pans in these conversations. This was kitchenware. Obviously, it was kitchenware because it was like the price of gold. So we show up in this event. This person starts talking and it was just so soothing listening to them. But thankfully, my wife and I had agreed no matter what was said, we're not going to buy anything. Lo and behold, if you don't buy anything, you don't get the cruise. But kind of makes sense when a pot's like 2000 bucks, you know, might as well give them a cruise with a $2,000 pot. But um, that conversation taught me just how good a salesperson can be in those situations. And it's made me reflect more and more about the conversations that I have with individuals to see whether they're real value-added conversations. A value-added conversation for me is one that'll often give me something to think about, even if it hurts. Those are people that I have found a lot of value talking to. Often, as much as they'll, they'll give you comments that hurt or make you really reflect on it, they'll also say things that will add... Uh, Like if you're hurting, they will pick up on that and they won't just keep hammering away. So this is a very good relationship and a good relationship. It's the only thing that can continually add value in a long, long period of time. So I like these. However, in leadership, especially as I got higher and higher levels, and I'm not even actually talking about the organization I'm currently working in, in past organizations, I've met nicer and nicer people with less and less results consistently. And at that point, people will give them credit because of their their level of leadership. Oh, you're this? Oh, okay. Well, you know, I give you credit. And then if they hurt somebody or do something off kilter in some way, they get by because of their position or because everyone likes them. But if they're not adding productivity to the organization, if they're not adding value to your customer, whoever that is, they, you need to, as a leader, not get uh, tricked by people who are just being nice. Because as much as you might think they're nice people and they're adding things, what they're doing is ultimately 
removing or reducing the productivity of your organization. Now, on the same note, if you have another individual who everybody likes in a personal relationship and you're trying to be their boss and you find constant issues, don't fret. That is normal. It's not, it's a surprise the first few times, but you'll get more and more used to it. And remember, if you want your job to get easier and your job to get lighter, you need to be focused a little bit more on the what. Now, be careful with who, because politically you can get in a lot of trouble for trying to deal with a who that's very liked in their community. However, remember that what, what they say, what results they have, uh, and how far they're able to push forward in a way that's productive and supportive of those around them, that's what you have to look for as a leader. So for me, I will, I think I will consistently put more weight behind the what. However, when people make one-off mistakes or even two-off, like they make a mistake here and there, that's good. That usually means they're pushing forward. That, and, and you should give them some credit for who they are, especially if they have a lot of achievements in not in the last like 20 years, but in the last couple of years, there's still proof that they're pushing forward. They're growing. They're making things better around them. And especially if you see that people are getting better around them. So for me, that's kind of how I'd kind of sum this up. I know that's probably not the best answer. Uh, some people like answers. I don't really have them. I'm just here to discuss and kind of brainstorm through ideas. So to kind of recap, I think it's more important to focus on what so that you don't get caught into who. Make sure that you're always hunting for results. You're always watching the ripple effect of people's behaviors. And you won't get caught by the who. Because eventually, if you keep getting caught by that, you'll build yourself an unproductive team of people who are real likable. Everyone walks around and likes each other, but nobody's getting anything done. What that does is it'll push out the rest of the team that's productive that you have left. So think about this. Just reflect on it in your day and let me know what you think. If you think that who always matters more than what, let me know. I'd love to hear it. Reach out to me anytime. I hope this helps. It's an interesting conversation, at least for me, and I hope it serves you well. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from Leading Lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.